Today's Spotlight is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor, Busey Bank. Busey, your dream, our promise. Welcome to Spotlight. I'm your host, Jane Wynette. Today we're talking with three local nonprofits, Naperville Little League Baseball, DuPage Pads, and Heart of a Veteran. Welcome back to Spotlight. Joining me now from the Naperville Little League Baseball is Mike Llewellyn and Michael Huff. So welcome. Thank you. Thank nice you to much. always have you here. Whenever you come on, you signal that spring is just <laughs> around the corner. So we're always grateful That's for right. that. Mike, uh, talk to us about Little League Baseball. Give us, give us the quick rundown on Little League <laughs> so Baseball here L- in Naperville. Little League Baseball is, uh, Naperville Little League Baseball is the biggest uh, Little League in Illinois. Uh, we're a community-based baseball organization for players from 7 to 12 years old. Um, and we were founded here in Naperville in 1952. Uh, so we are part of a bigger organization of Little League International, which is uh, the tournament you see on ESPN there in the end of August, early September. Always rooting for one of our teams to get That's there, right. right? We'll get there. <laughs> we will get there. It'll be just like the Cubs. It'll take us 103 <laughs> years, but we'll get there. Um, so, Michael, you're with the White Sox, uh, and you have been a huge partner for Naperville Little League Baseball for a long time. And, and I know that they value that partnership. So talk from your perspective about it. Well, from the White Sox perspective, it's been great to be a part of the Naperville Little League because one of the initiatives that the White Sox do for kids is providing jerseys to the entire league different styles of jerseys, different color jerseys, but they're all basically White Sox, hats and jerseys, and Naperville getting to understand their board, the way they run their league. It was very easy as the White Sox were looking to expand a couple of years ago to say this is a community we want to be a part of. So not only do the White Sox provide the uniforms for the kids throughout the course of the year, we also are located in Lyle with a facility, the West Suburban Sports Complex, where we're able to do some preseason training both for the kids and for the parents. So from the White Sox perspective, it feels like a win-win with some great people, some great kids, and a great community. Yeah, and I I know how much because, you know, we've had a few teams. I know how much those kids love those jerseys. (laughs) They're great. They really love the jerseys. And I know we've also had people on from time to time, some of your coaches that have talked about how they value that training. I mean, that, you know, as a parent manager, you know, there's there's a lot to keep track of, right? And Mm -hmm. you bring that professionalism to the table. And I think being a former player, having other former players from the White Sox and other organizations, but also from someone that grew up in Chicago, understanding the importance of being able to set a foundation. Uh, We'll never know who is going to be the next lucky Mike Huff that gets to play in the major leagues. But if we can start at the age of 8, 9, 10, here's how you throw the right way, here's how you swing the right way. We're going to allow those kids, A, to have more success, have more fun, but B, if they have a chance to develop, we're putting them on that path to develop. Yeah, you're giving them those fundamentals. But I also like the fact that in, in that you said fun. Uh, which is such an important part, right? Love of the game, having fun, because for some it will become maybe a career like yourself, and for others it will be wonderful memories, right? Wonderful memories on the baseball field. Absolutely, for sure. You've got a variety of programs. I mean, we always think about it with the spring and getting signed up for those spring teams, but you have a lot of programming, uh, Mike. So give us a little bit more of a a sense of what else you offer. Yeah, so uh, the spring is our biggest program, um, which starts here soon. Um, so we have, a, we have a rookies division for our seven and eight-year-olds, the kind of first time they get to play. Uh, it's a machine pitch. Uh, the eight-year-olds about halfway through the year switch to actual the kids pitching. Uh, but we allow the kids and parents to pick their own teams so the schoolmates can play together 
And again, it's all about fun at that age, just learning to throw the ball and see how you like it. As they move up, our nine and 10 year olds is what we call Supreme. We have a Supreme A, and then we have a Supreme Double A. Uh, Supreme A is kind of the recreational, go out and have some fun, uh, still competitive. And then our Double A is our actual drafted division uh, where the kids try out. It's a little bit more competitive. Uh, some of the kids that maybe be a little bit more advanced play there. And then for our 11 and 12 year olds, we have the similar uh, Majors A for the kind of rec league. And the Majors Double A are the, are the kids that are more serious. Again, there was a draft to try out. And those are the kids that are, are aspiring to go to Williamsport one day. Um, so that's kind of our spring program. Uh, the big bonus we've had with the White Sox in the last few years with the jersey program, they've allowed us to take some of the expenses from the jerseys and, and invest that into training and development uh, with them at their complex in Lyle for some of the more um, advanced kids and even the rec kids that get in a little bit earlier. Uh, they can go and get some professional coaching. One of the things that I think is very interesting is that particularly if I'm a family and I've got multiple kids, uh, maybe I've got a kid that's, you know, they're really hoping they're going to be in Tiger Stadium at some point or White Sox Park or wherever. And I might have another kid that has an absolutely zero interest sure. in that. But you're really providing that opportunity for a family to come and be serviced in both ways, right? Yes. Yeah, we want to provide a level for anybody to play. We understand some kids really love the game and some kids just want to be out in the sun. So yeah. there's, there's a little bit for everybody. That's really a nice part about the program. Yeah. After the spring, we do a, a short summer tournament, which is basically the month of July. We mix up the teams, uh, have some kids. We play a little uh, round-robin tournament. And... Uh, kind of a good cap to the summer there. And then uh, our first chance for the new kindergartners coming into first grade is our fall ball program, which is usually September, October, a little bit of, it's a little chilly, but a little bit more baseball for everybody. Yeah, well, it depends on the spring. Sometimes spring baseball is <laughs> yeah. a little bit chilly too, right? And, and I think one other important thing that I, I've been impressed with, and I know uh, you're open to girls. It's not just Absolutely. boys. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I know I've had the pleasure of inter introducing one of your players that's a girl, and, and they really seem to love it, and I love that part about it. Yeah, I have a daughter that plays on the program. She, yeah. she loves it too. The girls, we've seen a lot more girls play lately. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Michael, you know, now obviously you've played at a highly competitive level, and you've been, you know, You've been out there. You've been to the show. So you felt that. But as a parent, how do you feel about this kind of programming, this Naperville Little League Baseball? Well, again, from the White Sox perspective, Naperville was such a perfect fit because of all these myriad of programs they offer. To think about a child who just wants to learn and have fun, to be able to say, here's a team environment where you can learn, even if you're having fun, that, yeah, there's a number three, a number four hitter, like your stars of the team, but you still need one, two, seven, eight, nine hitters for the team to have success. So you're teaching a life lesson, even for those kids that are just starting out. And like Mike said, the neat part about Naperville is that you have the ability to have tryouts. You have an ability to play at a more competitive level. So for those kids that do practice on their own, their coordination comes a little bit earlier, you don't have to worry about going to another town or spending thousands of dollars on a travel team at the age of eight or nine. You can stay with your friends in the neighborhood and play in a more competitive environment. And so those are the types of things that are ideal for boys, for girls, as they mm -hmm. come into the Naperville Little League to allow them to find their path. And who knows, it, it's going to be that kid who doesn't play competitively when he's young because he's so small or she's so small that might grow to be 6'4 by the time they're a senior in high school. But if you turn them off by trying to put them too competitive too early and they get away from the game, 
you're going to lose them forever. And what Naperville does, which is so fun, is that they provide those multiple levers and multiple opportunities. Yeah, I, I, I think, you know, there's so many life lessons that are learned on the Absolutely. field of sports, regardless of where your level is. It's exactly. kind of if you can sort of use that as a training ground, that's a wonderful way to do it. But mm -hmm. I also think, too, it's keeping, keeping kids in the community and having that opportunity to build from a family standpoint. Mm -hmm. You know, I have friends who, you know, they've kind of grown up through that whole environment. It's really terrific. Sure. Now, as we start to wrap up registration yes, so on the website where do I go if yep. I'm a, if I'm a parent and I want to I'm <laughs> desperate now to get my kid on the in. website is where to go uh, spring registration is open now it's open through March 15th and then we have a late registration program after that okay and is there anything I need to be sort of ready when I start that process that I need to know or it's just a really simple form that I fill out yeah fill out the form on the website with your player's name uh, school we like to keep the kids together by school the best we can and that's really all you need that's all we need, and then yep. just get our equipment and get out there. Get That's our White right. Sox jersey right. on. There you go. Mike, you got anything you want to say about those White Sox this year? Well, I, I think for everyone in Chicago, <laughs> we've had a great five-year run on the north side, and it looks like it's going to extend for a few more years. But for the south side, we're finally getting into our five- or six-year. So for baseball in Chicago, it's a very exciting time. Maybe a little bit more focus on the south side than the north side. Okay. And go Naperville, because we That's really like going. Always, always, always go Naperville. Always go yes. Naperville, right? Yep. <laughs> Yes. Wonderful. Thank you so much. We appreciate you coming by. Thank you for the support that you're giving to our local uh, Little League Baseball and, and Mike for all that you're doing for all those kids out there for the love of the game. We appreciate it. If you would like to learn more about how to sign your kid up and register for the Naperville Little League Baseball this year, please go and visit their website. We're going to take a quick break, but stay tuned. We're coming right back with more Spotlight. work hard and you want to see your efforts pay off literally whether you're dreaming of retirement growing your business or leaving a legacy for future generations at Busey we help you realize the possibilities of tomorrow we listen to your needs and goals to create a sound strategy for you and your family enjoy the achievements of your life and work we'll handle the rest Busey your dream our promise If you're just tuning in, you're watching Spotlight. I'm your host, Jane Wernette, and joining me now are Carol Simla and Mary Stapleton. They're here representing DuPage Pad. So welcome. Thank, Thank you. you. Always good to have you here, Carol. And we're just going to start right out. What's the mission of DuPage Pads sure. and your solution to end homelessness? Yeah. Well, this year we're celebrating, actually not celebrating, we're recognizing the 35 years of our agency being committed to end homelessness here in DuPage County. Yeah. And we've got the solution to end homelessness. Which is? Housing, coupled with support services and employment. And really, when someone believes in you, everything can change. Yeah, that's so true, right? It's foundational. Right. Yeah. And it's community as well. Yeah. Because it's a community that really comes together to help people. People that, for whatever reason, they don't have a home tonight. And so we put out the welcome mat every night, every night of the year, and say, welcome, come in. We have enough food and rest for the night. Yeah. 
Now, I know, um, Carol, obviously you've been doing it a long time. Mary, you're a 30-year volunteer of this agency, so you were yes. here almost when they got started. And so you've been responsible for putting out that welcome mat. So what drew you? What keeps you involved? Well, the main thing that keeps me involved is all the people. And when I say people, I mean not only the volunteers whom I work with, who are wonderful and all have a like goal in life to serve these people, but the people that we serve who are oftentimes so very appreciative and obviously in need of a warm place to stay, a safe place with food and services. So it has just been very necessary. And it's not an empty uh, job at all. There's all sorts of thanks and appreciation and camaraderie working with all the volunteers. So well, that's, 30 years is a testament. I mean, they're doing back. something right, right? <laughs> we keep coming back. Yeah. It was kind of interesting. I started out as a dinner volunteer, and I worked, did that for about five years, and the captain of the team that we were on was leaving. He said, how would you like to be a team captain? And I said, mm, sure, why not? Well, 25 years later, here I am. So <laughs> You but, obviously uh, were a good captain. Well, it's, it's wonderful to work with the people and to communicate with uh, our volunteers and encourage them. It's a lot of cheerleading for our volunteers, but it's, it's all very worthwhile because we keep it going, 35 years at St. Mary's. One thing I wanted to comment about St. Mary's is that St. Mary's of Goston in Downers Grove was the first overnight site in DuPage County. Wow. And so that's something, something to recognize all these years of this congregation saying, yes, this is what we're going to do for people who really need us. And they do it as a congregation. Now, if, if the community, we really engage the community. If people see someone on a regular basis that they, that's unsheltered, we ask them to call our hotline number. And when they do call, we will call back and verify the information. Oftentimes we're already engaging because we have a street outreach team. And the street outreach team then will go to the individual, they'll bring basic needs, and they'll, they'll hopefully engage enough that we can move them to a better place than, than out on the streets here in our county. Okay, so I mean it really is, and I think I've heard you say this before, but I think it's important to repeat, right? If you see something, say something, pick up the phone, better to call and maybe it isn't mm -hmm. something than right. to not call and it right. is something, right? right? Right, exactly. Yeah. No, we would, we really look to the community to help in this. Yeah. And especially in that very cold weather. Yes. Um, you know, we, we survived the winter vortex. Yeah. And so did all the people that we serve. So we really do ask for the community's help. Okay. Now, with that, I mean, obviously it takes a lot of people, a lot of volunteers at the shelters. So, uh, Mary, you've been doing this a long time. Kind of walk us through that process of how you help in those sure. overnight situations. Sure. The best way I like to uh, explain it is by having people relate to having a house guest of their own. You know, all the preparation, you want to get the rooms ready, you want to get the food set, you want to make that person feel as welcome as possible. And it's really great. Sometimes we'll have, like for setup, we have a very family-friendly uh, shift. And we have those, that next generation of volunteers, the little kindergartners in there with the pillows, putting them on the pads and everything else. Then the adults come in. They serve a lovely meal. During the nighttime, there are monitors who come, adults who guarantee that the site is quiet and safe 
and know uh, the people are absolutely able to relax and feel very confident that you know they're taken care of. The morning, another whole group of people comes in and they prepare breakfast. When everyone leaves at seven o'clock, then another crew comes in and cleans everything up. So it's amazing. But what I tell people when they ask about pads is there's a job for everyone. Mm. No matter how much time they want to uh, put in, if they only want to serve for an hour, that's perfect. If they have four hours, that's great. They want to make some food and bring it over, terrific. And I think once they come into the program, oftentimes when a vacancy does occur, we'll say, how about you? Would you like to step up and do that? Just like I did. Mm -hmm. A lot of times people will say, I, a couple years ago, I handed the keys to one of our helpers for setup. And I said, here, why don't you take the keys for the rest of the night? And he says, you know, I'd like to do that. And he became a, you know, a co-captain. Okay. So it's just asking people. And I think another thing that current uh, volunteers who might be watching can think of is oftentimes they have a friend or a neighbor or a coworker who hears all about pads, invite them to come with you some night. One evening at the site will give them a lot of information and may get them volunteering as well. Take you for a test drive, right? Right, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. absolutely. Now, Kara, what would you say, and you kind of mentioned it at the beginning because I think it's housing and supported services, but say a little bit more about that solution. Sure. Well, it's quite obvious across our country there's a crisis in housing that people can afford, and it happens here in our county as well. And so the need for housing for our folks to move to, plus supportive services, they are key to a family and individual staying in a new place that they're calling home. Okay. Now you are retiring, which we are sad to see you go, but uh, you've left a tremendous legacy. What, what's your hope for the organization in the future? I'll take it from Dr. Seuss. Oh, the places they'll go. Oh. And that's what I'm really hoping. I'm hoping that this agency continues to have a strong brand, continues to soar and serve people in ways that we, that we don't even know yet. So I'm, I'm very excited to be their cheerleader and to see great things happen. Well, we thank you for the work that you've done. It's been a, a commitment of love uh, and respect for your clientele. Uh, and we wish you all the best. And we know you will be still around on the I sidelines will. cheering on. So I'm going to be in the neighborhood. There you go. And Mary will be there leading up those volunteers. So thank you. We appreciate you stopping by. And if you would like to know more information about DuPage Pads and their mission to end homelessness, please go and visit their website. We're going to take a quick break, but stay with us. We're going to be right back with more Spotlight. Timing is everything, especially when it comes to your business. Whether you're ready to start up or expand out, running a business is challenging. You deserve a trusted partner. At Busey, we tailor our approach to your unique needs and help you navigate financial decisions, achieve your goals, and realize your dreams of success. Your dreams shouldn't wait. Busey, your dream, our promise. We tell everybody's stories, stories big and small. Everybody's story matters to us, and it comes in a variety of shapes and sizes, and that's what makes it so special. 
We don't always need a big story. Sometimes we want a story that makes us laugh. Sometimes we want a story that we relate to. Sometimes we want to cry with that story. But more importantly, we want to hear the stories about our people in the community. Welcome to Spotlight. I'm your host, Jane Wynette, and joining me now from a relatively new nonprofit organization in town is Jordan Hallwell and Samantha Lucko. They're here representing Heart of a Veteran. Welcome. Thank you. Jordan, I'm excited to talk to you about this because okay. this is a, it's a relatively new organization. Yes. So give us a little background on your story and how it got started. So we started, Heart of a Veteran started as a book. We wrote a book in 2015. It's the life story of 10 veterans from World War II, uh, Korea, desert, uh, Vietnam, Desert Storm, and then Iraqi freedom and enduring freedom. And we had 10 veterans tell their life story about who they were before, during, and after. And the reason for the book was to raise awareness about the veteran suicide epidemic that was happening in our country. And um, we talked about, you know, what can we do and how should we do it? And so this book is how it happened. And. I'm a massage therapist and I treat veterans at low or no cost and um, I would hear these stories and how they struggle and so doing the book was my way of giving back and bringing awareness to that cause. So the book came out, we donate all the money for the book to an organization called the Brothers in Arms Foundation and after we did that, two years went by and I'm like, oh, was that where we end? And so I really just kind of thought about it and prayed about it. and. I just had this vision of opening a holistic wellness center to um, offer free care to veterans in a different approach than the VA was offering them. So, uh, and I think the VA is coming around. They're starting to offer more holistic approaches, chiropractic care and acupuncture. Mm -hmm. But we offer everything from yoga to chiropractic care to vibrational bowl therapy. Um, we do physical therapy, personal training, nutritional counseling, and it's all free. And wow. we also include caregivers because sometimes a veteran will come home and the person that supports that caregiver or supports that veteran doesn't know what's happening. Mm. So they need help too. And so we offer services to them as well. And that's that's sort of how we got started. Yeah, that's so, a great story. Yeah. I, I think it's so interesting, and I've spoken to a lot of veteran groups that have come on mm -hmm. before, and, and we talk about all the preparation to send uh, our military out, mm -hmm. yeah. but we don't spend that time on how do we come back in, yeah. how, and, yeah. and how does that integrate, yeah. and how do we deal with them? Many of those right. things we unfortunately may have mm -hmm. experienced while mm -hmm. we were on active service, right. right? And while we talk about, and I think you can talk to this a little bit, um, they have some programs that help you transition back in, but you're always a, you're never, you come back into a civilian world, but you're never a civilian. Right. right? You're always a veteran mm -hmm. in, a, in a civilian world. So, right. Yeah. yeah. And they do do some small like classes and training and things that you can do um, prior to getting out and they kind of give you, mm -hmm. let you, um, or make you aware of like yeah. the VA and what kind of resources are out there, but they don't really give you a lot of information. They're kind of like, hey, here's some vague information for you to keep with you. Here's your packet, and then there you go. Yeah. Okay. Thank yeah. you for your service. Sort of thank thing. you for your service. Well, and let's say that. Thank you for your service because yeah, as, a, as a veteran, we really appreciate that. Mm -hmm. But talk a little bit because I think this kind of gets into it, right? About how how did you find heart of a veteran, and 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 what are the services for you yeah. personally, Samantha? That mm -hmm. that's been a connection yeah. and a help. 
So I actually found out about Heart of a Veteran from a referral from somebody else um, when Jordan was actually doing some networking with some people that I knew and they said, oh my God, I got this massage by her. She's amazing. You have to come see her, like make an appointment. And I was kind of hemming and hawing there for a little while because I was going through some health issues myself. And I'm like, oh, I'll be fine without a massage. Well then, over time, I'm like, I just broke down. I said, screw it, I'll, I'll call her, I'll get a massage. I think after the first meeting I had with her, I just like felt a connection. Like it was just like all of a sudden we were just like super close. It's just like, I don't know what it was, but we just had this like camaraderie yeah. just that first day. And then after that, it was like, okay, I'm coming back like every week. Okay. <laughs> to get a massage <laughs> and just for, to visit. Yeah. And we would go to lunch and yeah. Yeah. like I that. It's, so, it's yeah. probably too, I would think. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you, I think you said mm -hmm. it, uh, Jordan, in the sense that it's the community. You're yeah. in your own community. Mm -hmm. You're not having right. to necessarily go someplace else for services, mm -hmm. right? So it's yeah. more a part of that natural every day. Mm -hmm. And she's been very open too, uh, as well as several of the other veterans we have treated. Once they try one thing and they're like, this gives us hope and it's mm -hmm. working. Now let's open the doors to other holistic treatments. So yeah. um, she I've done the, the massage, then. red light therapy. Mm -hmm. Lymphatic um, drainage? Yes, lymphatic drainage, sauna. the sauna. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, a lot of it's terrific. A okay. lot of the stuff. And helps. Do. Yes, it yeah. does yeah. tremendously. And Jordan, I know that, you know, in reading some of your stuff, I mean, you know, the whole uh, PTSD, uh -huh. you know, traumatic mm -hmm. brain injuries, which unfortunately so many yeah. of our servicemen uh, and veterans experience, yeah. Yeah. a lot of your stuff is, is designed to support and help that, right? It is. And so everybody, so we, we support everybody. Um, but we have specific treatments and specific practitioners that really focus with traumatic brain injury and post-traumatic stress and post-traumatic stress disorder, which are two completely different things. And so there are um, some treatments that are very, very helpful um, that can quickly help somebody through some of that uh, trauma, but there are other protocols that we use that are long-term. And some of it can be talk therapy and some of it mm -hmm. is um, functional neurology. And we have some amazing practitioners that help us uh, in this process. So we right now send people to other people's offices and then we pay those practitioners or um, shortly we will be, I'm hoping in the next three or four months, have our own facility. Okay. And once that facility is open, then we'll have a, one mm -hmm. place where everybody can come. One-stop shop. Or, yes, mm -hmm. one-stop shop. Okay. So, yeah. Now, Samantha, you know, if you were talking to other fe fellow veterans, mm -hmm. what would you tell them about the services? You have to go see her. <laughs> Just like everybody else is telling me. Um, I've actually referred quite a few people oh, yes, to have. her and said, you really need to see her. Because a lot of the veterans that I know have back issues, hip issues, neck issues, just like chronic pain or migraines and things like that. And I said, you really need to go see her. She's a, a miracle worker. You need to go see her. And I kept saying she has some oh. sort of like spiritual something going on <laughs> because she's got some sort of way of being able to make you feel so much better when you walk out of there. Yeah, and I mean, just having her have such a passion too to run this organization that she does, I think also draws people in because they're like, wow, she really loves what she does. Yeah. She loves veterans. She loves yeah. giving back. and. You know, and I think that's what a lot of people just keep coming back to her all the time because okay. they love that. Yeah, that's a wonderful gift, mm -hmm. right? It is. But you're giving a gift, and that gift costs money at the it end does. of the day, not to veterans, <laughs> yeah. but it costs money. So as we wrap up here, yeah. give us a sense of how you're helping, what you've got coming that you can uh, so, raise some funds with. You know, with. we have, um, uh, you can go on our website and do a monthly giving donation uh, uh, every month. 
we are doing grants. We're trying to write some grants. We have some corporate donations, but overall, our big gala, our annual gala is our big fundraiser, and so that's mm -hmm. September 19th of this year. It'll be at Bobax, and it's going to be a lot of fun, I think. We're um, going to do something a little bit different than we have done historically um, for galas, and I just promise that if you show up, it, you're going to have a great time. So that is mm -hmm. September uh, 19th of 2020, mm -hmm. and you can go to our website, and okay. uh, mm -hmm. there's an events tab. Just go click there, and our tickets will be on sale starting March 1st. That's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, listen, I thank you, thank you for all that you're doing. I thank you for mm -hmm. your service, and I wish you all the best uh, with 2020 and what you're trying mm -hmm. to accomplish by the end of the year. If you would like to learn more about this veteran-focused organization, please go and check out their website. We're going to take a quick break for a few messages, but stay with us. We'll be right back with more Spotlight. I'd like to thank my guests for sharing information about their important missions on today's Spotlight. And I'd also like to give a shout out to our friends at Busey Bank for their generous sponsorship of today's show. If you would like to learn more about today's guests, you can visit our website at nctv17.com. And if you're like me and want to stay up to date about what's happening in our community, sign up for our free daily news update and like and follow us on Facebook. For Spotlight, I'm Jane Wynette. Thank you for watching. Today's Spotlight is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor, Busey Bank. Busey, your dream, our promise.